1: So we're here at the Leander Chamber of Commerce. We're about to meet with Bridget Brandt here and uh, talk a little bit about small business in Leander, how the chamber supports that, how citizens in the greater city of Leander uh, can uh, leverage the Chamber of Commerce, and uh, probably a couple of other topics. Uh, We've known each other for a little bit, so I'm looking forward to that conversation. Come on in. Okay, we're here at the Leander Chamber of Commerce with Bridget Brand.
2: Hi, everybody.
1: Bridget was kind enough to give me a little bit of her time here today, and it's such a lovely day after all the snow. There's still a little snow on our
2: uh, on our walk up. (laughs) I wasn't
1: sure if there was going to be like maybe a snowman out here, kind of melting away. I
2: did build one. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like the right thing to do. Absolutely.
1: With that much snow, I know in in my experience, I've done a a Texas snowman before, which was probably about this big and brown. So, you know, the fact that you're actually able to build an actual snowman this past weekend was really cool. It was
2: really cool. Yeah, Yeah. I I told my son, my uh, kids are old now, and 18 and 15, and I was like, okay, I know y'all are not the age where you're super excited about this. But we are going to go build a snowman. And they were (laughs) excited, actually. It turned out pretty good. And we got a real, like, pretty good-sized snowman. No, I lament the
1: fact that my son actually just, he's 25, and he just went to Roanoke, Virginia. Uh He's visiting with his girlfriend out there, and she just moved. Um, but I was lamenting the fact that he wasn't home because yeah, there was so much snow in our subdivision, <laughs> and you know, with empty lots, I was like, yeah. "Man, we can build it.
2: We could really snowman. do this. We could make this uh, happen."
1: Oh well, the dog liked it. Yeah, the it was dog super liked fun. It. Yeah. So, if you didn't notice, there was episode one point five, which kind of showed you a little bit of the snow this weekend. So, if you haven't had a chance, it's a short one. Take a look at that. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, here we are at the chamber, as I mentioned. Um, Bridget and I met. Oh gosh, a few years ago now. It's been a few years. um, Part of my initial foray into all things Leander uh, (laughs) was to find uh, avenues to participate civically. And one of the first things that I was able to do uh, here in the city was join the Chamber and the Economic Development Development Committee Committee at the time. So I spent about a year on that committee discussing economic development issues here in the city of Leander. It's a great way to learn things. Yep. Yeah, you know, we really had, uh, you know, some really great conversations during that time. Um, But unfortunately, you know, those things, you know, it was the Chamber and the city work a little differently. We do. Okay, (laughs) so from the Chamber's perspective, just so that you know, in case you don't, the Chamber is here to support small business in Leander. Yes. Right? Correct. Okay. So when it came to economic development, you really were kind of hamstrung because yeah. you couldn't do economic development activity because Correct. you're focused on small business yes. in Leander, and exactly. they're already here. Yes. So, exactly. um, so that was a little bit of a challenge, but we did have great conversations, and it really has led to a lot of yeah. great, mem- uh, great memories for me. Really great people in the city that I've mm. met. Um, who may show up on this podcast later? Yeah, awesome. I don't
2: know. So,
1: but anyway, so um, here with Bridget, and uh, what I wanted to do is kind of frame this, Bridget, in a way that um, I know what the chamber does. Yes. And I think that there's people in Leander who have a general understanding of what the chamber does. Yes. But I think it's helpful if we, as a city, have a better understanding of some of the mechanisms that we can use as citizens uh, and as small businessmen in the the city. So the way I wanted to frame this today was um, we know that uh, the city has been supporting small business. And with the pandemic, I'm sure there's been some challenges to that. So I thought I'd start there. I'd say let's talk a little bit about how the chamber pivoted
2: yeah, <laughs> to help small business
1: during the during yeah. the pandemic.
2: okay, so um I'll answer all of those questions. I'll start with traditionally speaking the chamber's role is really to serve business and Leander that's our top foremost thing that we do. Um, we do that in a variety of ways um, whether it be networking leadership development, job development um, it, it could be any of those types of things, um, actual development. Uh, we tend to be not in, in the realm of economic development we do some recruiting, very limited, that really is the city's aspect, but where we really stand strong is in growing a business. So let's say you opened a small business, maybe in your home or maybe on a street market, or maybe it was your first establishment today. I had a meeting with a gentleman who's opening his second location now in Leander. And so we do a lot of that type of thing where that in, in framed in that way. Now uh, from the pandemic things completely. In March, everything changed. March 16th was our D-Day here Mm. and everything switched and really our job during the pandemic was to provide information and training. Those are, I would say, the top two things we did. We actually were in the forefront of getting stimulus money into the hands of small businesses. So walking them through how to apply, walking them through how to get to the SBA. Most small businesses didn't even have a clue of who an SBA representative for our area was, because you never needed that. Right. Uh, you never needed that type of support. Um, and then all the way to up to and including just even local small grants. We did a lot of fundraising in the Leander Strong campaign. You may have heard about that. Um, we raised several hundred thousand dollars to go right back into the hands of small businesses for um, utilities, payroll, any of those types of things. Um, we helped a lot of our restaurants stay open uh, by bringing them uh, specific restaurant grants um, that we were able to research and find for them to apply for. Um, and the list goes on and on and on. Uh, Zoom training, you know, until this pandemic, you, people now it's so common, right? But until the pandemic, how many of you didn't know even how to use Zoom? Yeah. A lot of our small businesses. Did not. In fact, I would say probably 90% of our small businesses did not know how to use Zoom. Yeah. Um, because it's not in their forte. Mm-hmm. It's not because oh, they're, oh, they don't know how to do just a basic. No, it's because if your small business makes widgets, that's what you're really good at. You're really good at making widgets. So why do you need to know how to do a Zoom? Or maybe your widget was sold um, in a storefront. And now you needed to be able to sell online. So we helped businesses transition to that. Uh, we helped uh, lo- just uh, uh, it, the list goes on and on and on. And so you kind of think of, well, what do they do? Well, that changes every day, every second what right. we do. Our job is to help small businesses. And when they call us, and once we've created that relationship, with the, they'll call and say, hey, you know what we really need today is help with a signed permit. What we really need today is... I need to help with three employees. What we really need today is I need to be able to reach out to the SBA because we want to open a brewery. All three of those things actually happened today. Those are three examples from today. Good. And so that's the type of thing we do. Excellent. Who knows? <laughs> no,
1: I, and I think it's great. I mean, uh, you know, for me, just the insights that I've been able to be party to, yeah. um, really kind of working from the outside, because, uh-huh. you know, I, I mean, I, yeah, I have my own small business, but that's a, you know, it's pretty self-manageable. Yeah. But it's really interesting in talking to people and finding out how that went. So what, that you, you, when you were mentioning that, it brought up, uh, in my mind, um, the tax revenues in the city of Leander actually grew during the pandemic, yeah. which is kind of an unusual situation. It has was. a lot to do with the fact that, you know, people were, you're stuck. You're, you're at home yeah. and you can't go anywhere. So you're not traveling up the road to Cedar Park and uh, <laughs> spending your tax dollars there. So um, nothing against Cedar Park. Uh, yeah. Wonderful people. <laughs> um, but but for us in Leander, that's always been a challenge is, yeah. is growing that tax revenue in the city. And um, since you mentioned it, um, one of the things I was curious about was outside of Lowe's, because I could say, all right, Lowe's is probably a pretty big driver of that tax revenue. But was there, is there any indication or do you have any ideas of where other businesses maybe, I don't want to say prospered, but maybe did a little bit better than expected
2: with all of this? Yes, we had that a lot in Leander, actually, which is pretty incredible when you think about it from a Pandemic standpoint, right. but it, it's because of that. Um, and of course, you know, you think of Lowe's and HEB, they're two very notable. Storefronts in Leander that that have done exceptionally well through the pandemic, but there are a lot of other small businesses, Mm -hmm. and I won't name them. I won't name them now, just to keep. But I am very aware of that, Uh, and I know it because they're not qualifying for the second round of PPP. Okay. And so, in order to qualify for the second round, you have to have a twenty-five percent loss in that quarter, and we're now prepping businesses to help them with that second round for those businesses that did not do as well in twenty twenty. And so um, it's about, I would, you know, anecdotally, I would say you have a 50-50 split where some of the businesses did really, really, really well and on the premise of things like exactly what you're talking about that people were staying home so instead of seeing maybe an eye doctor in Austin by their work they saw one locally. Instead of seeing a dentist by their work maybe in Austin, they saw that dentist locally. And so you start thinking about all of those types of businesses in Leander and that really has an impact and you go, well how does that impact sales tax. well it impacts it because all of the things they sell so you go that the eyeglasses mm-hmm. and and it on and on and on and so you start thinking about oh okay that does make sense once you start thinking outside of that little tiny small circle it does start getting real big real fast and, it's really, and that's
1: really what it is it's super super interesting and and for me for, for me i look at it and i'm like that presents a very unique challenge for for the city yes. in that you know with all things being equal, and, you know, I think uh, a lot of people will say we see the light at the end of the tunnel and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, honestly, you know, we're trying to do our very best here with social distancing. Yes. We actually did this outside so that we could take the masks off, yep. uh, even with mics. But, um, you know, what's interesting to me is, all right, well, since that's been a challenge for the city, Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put you on the spot. I'm not going to make, I don't you, mind. I'm going to make you make That's what I sit. do. It's
2: what I do. <laughs> but
1: but that, that's been a challenge for the city because, again, we're, it, it, we're growing. And yes. a good part of our population, I'd say, is still somewhat transient in nature. Just that either they just got here yeah. or they're moving here and they're used to going other places to spend their dollars. Yeah. Um, how does the city... Maintain that? How do we how do we keep that tax revenue? I would say there's obviously once things open up and, and we're able to do what we want to do and go where we want to go, yeah. people are going to want to go out and do things. That's yep, obvious.
2: Absolutely. But
1: how do we keep them going out and doing things
2: here locally? Uh, I think the answer to that is by doing exactly what we're doing right now. And that is by giving people the chance to try and experience our local businesses. Because when you do, you know, Dino came by today. When you meet Dino at Sharks Burger. Burger, right? Yeah. When you meet All Dino right. at Sharks Burger, you want a Sharks Burger. And when you have a Sharks Burger, you go, oh, my God, that's really good. Right. And when you meet Brandon, it walks it to you saying... So I think the answer to your question, and I get this question a lot. What's your goal for Leander? What do you want Leander to be? What's Leander going to be? And my answer is always very consistent, and it is, I want Leander to feel like a small town even though it's not going to be a small town. Right. Leander is going to be a very big town, and it's going to grow, and we're going to get all those economic development things that everybody wants because of the size that we are going to be. It is going to happen. Yeah. Period. Plain. Simple. Undebatable, right. going to happen.
1: And you and I both know that the projections are like, I don't know, 150,000, 100, 180,000 150, people.
2: 180, for sure. It's going to happen. And so what you do to create that small-town feel is when people say they want a small-town feel, they want people to say hi to them. They want people to... That they go to to recognize them, to know them. They want people to know their order. They want people to know what type of T-shirt they like to buy at Mm -hmm. the boutique. They want that experience of recognizing, oh, hey, Bridget, you know, nice to see you. Happy New Year. That whole experience. And we create that by doing it, by being the community that supports local business. And we're seeing that more and more and more predominantly because of this pandemic. And my hope and my goal is that people realize how wonderful this is Mm -hmm. because it really is wonderful, and they continue to create that experience. That's one of our goals here is to give people that experience when they come in to see us and they want to know, well, who do I go for for a doctor now that I've moved here? Who do I go to fix my roof or to fix my plumbing? And we go, well, if you go to this person, not only do we know that they're good people, we also know them. Right. And when you know them, you will also like them right. and that is one of the values that we are able to bring to the community at large. Is well, that?
1: It's funny that you would say that because that was really one of the driving forces <laughs> behind this. This whole project is specifically what Bridget was just talking about is to hopefully build those communication channels which again, yeah. I mean, we're not we're not pointing fingers, but we know that there's challenges there yeah. in the this city and it's part of being a small city growing Probably. into a big city so you have those things yep. and we're not looking to blame and we're not looking to point fingers but yeah. we're what i'm trying to do and i know bridget is trying to do is we're trying to create solutions yes um you know exactly. in, in my line of the business uh you know in sales um what you were talking about is the personalization of the process yeah. okay so people love that and um you know Absolutely. i know from a sales perspective if I go somewhere and somebody knows my name or yeah. knows what I order or recognizes me or even at the very least acknowledges <laughs> my presence, yes. it's a huge, it's a huge right. thing. Yeah,
2: exactly. And as a
1: small town, you can really, really capitalize on Absolutely. that because, again, you, you, you're doing a volume of business that is enough for you to make good money. I exactly. think people here are successful. I, I see successful businesses in the city. Um, but it's not so big that you don't recognize the folks you know you see people and uh, and everybody here my experience i'm texan okay so it's a little (laughs) different
0: It's
2: different.
1: if you're a texan you're friendly (laughs) yeah you you understand that you
2: were reared that
1: way yep Yep. yep. and i mean even though i was from east texas doesn't matter i was out in el paso (laughs) um you know I, i i get that when i came to east Texas. now there's a few things that i still don't get like sitting in your front yard in front of the garage We didn't do that in West (laughs) Texas, so I still don't get that. But, you know, that's for another day. (laughs) Um, But the point is is that, you know, it's about knowing your neighbors. And I made made a very solemn promise to myself that when we moved here from Houston, where I knew a lot of people, but I didn't know everyone, I was like, you know what, I'm going to make every effort to know my neighbors, to know my community, and to be involved. And, again, that's kind of what I'm trying to do here with this and and introduce people my way you know, it's a very casual process, yeah, but it's I want to introduce people to some of the movers and shakers and more notable like I said at the beginning, this is about people, places, and all things, Leander. yeah, so you know That's I awesome. want to concentrate on this city and and really introduce people to people like you uh, and and as a small business owner. Obviously the chamber is where you go but when you get there and you meet Bridget it's like it's a different experience. I Thank mean I've you. been involved with chambers before and I was like wow this is very unique. Thank you. So you know kudos to you Thank for that you. and all your efforts that. by the way I applaud your efforts Thank all the you. time. You know Thank I'm a big you. fan. Thank
2: um
1: anyway so okay so let's move on to another topic um as a citizen if yep. I'm not a business owner yeah okay what benefit do I get from the chamber of commerce? So
2: the answer to that question is twofold. One as a citizen You do benefit when, and I know you know this, but I know you're teeing me up for it. I know, I love it. But (laughs) you benefit when the business community is strong. And you benefit because your taxes will continue to drop. Because the the business, the rise in business lowers your taxes as an individual citizen. So you absolutely benefit from the work that we do here by being a citizen. That's bucket one of what we do here. The second bucket that we do here that really benefits a citizen, in Leander, we are completely separate from the city. We're a completely separate entity, but we have a contract with the city to promote tourism. And so through that, the Christmas Festival, the Old Town Street Festival, which, by the way, was named the number one event to do and see in this area again. again. I think this is the third year. Uh, but when you... We need a
1: banner for that. We
2: do! I need to put a little sign up. <laughs> uh, but when you go to those types of events... That's something that we are able to do as a citizen. But also when you go to those events, they're specifically designed to help Uber, micro, small businesses begin to develop. So some of your favorite local businesses, and I'm not going to name them because I don't know how they feel. But some of your favorite local businesses that you all talk about all the time, and I bet will be on this channel at some point, started at that festival. Yeah. And so when you start thinking about things like that, that's really what we do for citizens. But also underneath, I think, about 90% of the people that live in Leander, there's a little desire to maybe start your own business. And so we're there for you when you get ready to do it. But our predominant goal really is to keep that business community vibrant. But from a citizen's perspective, that's how we can help you just in your day-to-day life. And you, we're doing it, and you don't even know it's happening. Uh, but- which, is
1: a, which is a problem. I, I mean- <laughs> And, and, and I I mean, I mean it in the very most sincere and best way. It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword because, you know, I've been involved with a couple of the activities out here. And, um, you know, part of my role um, initially with the Citizens Advisory Committee, which is a completely separate committee from what I was doing, budget. but anyway, for another day (laughs) – One of the things that we did is we took advantage of one of the festivals and yeah. we came out here and we surveyed yep. the people of Leander to just get a sense of, okay, well, what are, what you, are you looking what? for? Yeah. Um, part of our objective was, you know, well, what is Leander, like you said, and yeah. and uh, almost a, a branding initiative, I think, was the general idea. Yep. But it really gave us some really, really good insights. And mm-hmm. I can tell you that I was completely floored by <laughs> how many people actually were open enough to chat with us not yeah. i mean we didn't have a booth we were walking around just kind of walking up to people and saying hey we well, want to take a survey which is annoying but it was the only way we <laughs> could valuable. get it done yeah, yeah it was valuable, valuable. it was and valuable I, information in that context it really helped us kind of move a few other things forward which yeah. i think long term are going to be very beneficial to the way we do things um my hope is that that's the case yeah but um So, okay, so I'm going to ask a personal favor here, and you don't have to answer me on camera. It's okay, but um, part of what I want to do here is I do want to highlight some of the more notable people and places and things, so I'll ask for you to help maybe introduce me to some people that I don't know very personally. I have a
2: good, I think, maybe six episodes of people that I know, so once I get past the
1: first six, I'm I'm going to need some help. I'm
2: happy to do it, and... That's one of the things that we do here all the time is make those referrals. So if you are a citizen and you have a special place in your heart for Leander, and there's something that you want to make happen. You can always reach out to us, and we're happy to help. Oh my gosh, the number of projects that we have helped get started, or advised, or help forward—it doesn't have to be a chamber project for us to be a part of it. Help it, promote it. We had a Girl Scout who was working on—and I apologize for all you Girl Scout followers—I don't know the name of the top badge or the top <laughs> ranking—but she was working on that and putting together a historical tour, and so we were able able to help her find a location we were able to help her uh get people to come and so we were able to just kind of help her accomplish that goal and so if you have things like that just like i'm going to help andrew we'll help you as well uh that's really what we want to do is be here to serve the community and all of its needs so thank you for having me sure here today no, i'm excited it. about this project last
1: little question go for it those stone markers that say leander established in, are there more than one
2: Yes, there You have are, to tell me where
1: they are, okay? I will
2: get you the whole I, I need list. We got I need the to know list that. here. Okay. Done.
1: That's a t- that's in a completely different episode. We'll do a little
2: historical episode yes, maybe. I we love will. it.
1: Well, thank you Bridget. You're I welcome. Your Thanks Bridget for having Brandt me. Thanks everybody. Here the Chamber of Commerce. Um, there'll be some information obviously how you can connect with the chamber uh, down below um, on YouTube In the subscribe. So hit that like button on Facebook, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, lean in, Leander. <laughs> back.